0: Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So think strategically, right? Always think strategically. Just sit back and watch how the lib media symbiote, the liberals and their media, sycophant, ass-kissing buddies, right? Just watch how they respond on an issue. When you see how they respond, you can sense when you're over some sensitive target that they'd like you to just go away. The January 6th videos are exactly that. Exactly that. I'll show you what I mean coming up in a second. We got that. The police state is here. I'll say it again. Something happened yesterday with Elon. That should really send shivers down anyone's spine who owns a business anywhere in America. More police state activity loaded show for you today and a real special thank you. I really appreciate this. Uh, first, buy gold and get a free safe to store it in. On qualifying purchases from our friends at Birch Gold Group Now. Through March 31st. They'll ship a free safe directly to your door. All you have to do is text Dan, my first name, to 989898 to get your free information kit on gold and to claim eligibility for your free safe. The Fed keeps raising rates. It's the only tool they have to try to keep inflation down and it's not working. You've seen that. You've seen the impact on the stock market market and on your wallet. So protect yourself. Hedge today by owning gold like I do. Whether physical gold and silver in your safe or through an IRA and precious metals, we can hold real gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. I bought gold from Birch Gold Group many times, B-I-R-C-H, to protect my family and my savings. You can trust them, too. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied customers. Text DAN to 989898 for your free information kit on gold and to claim eligibility for your free home save by March 31st on, uh, 31st on qualifying purchases. Again, text DAN to 989898. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Message and data rates apply. All right, Joseph, let's go. Wagons hoe, Dan, wagons hoe. <laughs> <laughs> Very busy show. A uh, quick thank you. So yesterday, my book was launched for pre-orders. Mm-hmm. Uh, pre-orders, the book is called The Gift of Failure. Subtitle, I'll rethink the title of that this book fails. Well, I think we can dump that subtitle now because uh, we started the day at 335,995 on Barnes & Noble. And mm-hmm. thanks to you, as you'll see here, Uh, We were a bestseller. We were number four when I woke up this morning. He said, what category? I said, oh, overall, four. You're awesome. All right. Way to go. Thank you. I appreciate it. I promise the book won't disappoint. It's a pretty raw account of most of the things I screwed up in my life. The Gift of Failure. pick it up on pre-order today. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. I appreciate that. I mean, I wasn't ignoring you there. Thank you very much. You all are really fantastic. So Joe, uh, Joe is actually in the book as well. So I haven't told him that yet. No. But uh, yeah, I you're in the book a couple it. times, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't sent you a copy yet because I'm still messing with that chapter. But you are definitely there, Armacost. You'll see how me and Joe met. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's get back to the show. Thanks again. I really appreciate it. Think strategically. Sit back. Get yourself some popcorn. It's a superfood. A lot of polyphenols in popcorn. I really like the pepper and sea salt popcorn, right? And just... Just watch. Now, I'll say for the thousandth time, just in case really dumb, dopey, stupid liberals don't get it. I vehemently, vigorously, and in the strongest possible terms, condemn any kind of political violence whatsoever. Whether it's driven by a leftist ideology or motivated by someone on the right, It's I condemn it. And so does every other sane person I know. That doesn't change anything about the January 6th videos that were exposed showing categorically that some, some of the narratives, the liberal media symbiote tried to pitch to the general public were fairy tales. That Josh Hawley was a coward running away by himself. Look at him when it turns out that Josh Hawley was just one of many lawmakers being escorted out of the Capitol. By the way, showing that. Lawmakers being escorted out. It's kind of interesting how, guys, correct me if I'm wrong. The libs are like, they're trying to play down January 6th. Really? They're showing you a procession of lawmakers being let out because they perceive the danger. How is that playing anything down? Are you really that stupid? This is how desperate these idiots are to continue a narrative. Where's Captain Obvious when you need him? Where is he? I d- 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 oh, I'm stumbling on. Yeah. Did what I just say make sense? Yes, Keith? It made sense. I'm serious. You too. You're showing lawmakers being escorted out at the same time. You're selectively editing a video to make it look like it's one Republican senator, which it wasn't. Tucker goes on and shows, no, no, it was actually a lot of senators that perceived the danger. While you're claiming like Tucker Carlson's downplaying the danger while showing an evacuation of senators. You are so freaking stupid. It is unbelievable that people still listen to you idiots. Sit back and just watch these goons. The video of Jacob Chansley, the QAnon shaman, whatever they call him, being escorted around. You claim this guy was the leader of some insurrection or hinted or implied it. You sent him to prison for four years. You don't think that video is relevant as a media person or a liberal? doesn't change the violence that happened on that day. But it certainly changes the story about Chansley and Hawley, doesn't it? You're not interested in that? What no? They they want it to go away because they love censorship. The videos have the liberal media symbiote terrified because of one reason. They tell the story. All the warts included, not a story. And a story they wanted you to believe. Before the other day, when Tucker released the videos, a story they wanted you to believe was that this was an armed, violent insurrection where the government was in danger of being overthrown, in danger of being overthrown by deplorable red hat wearing MAGA supporters. And it's clear, although that day had a, had a, there's a lot of answers to still be had on that day. That day was a day that will, for many people, live in infamy. It is nothing close to what they told you it was. That's why they're pissed off. Here's the tell. There's always a tell. What, Joe Biden saying, this is the truth? Not a joke. No, no, not that tell. Here's Chuck Schumer having an absolute meltdown. He's not screaming or yelling, but make no mistake, this is a meltdown. This is a government employee, United States Senator. He may be powerful, but he still works for you, who swore an oath to the Constitution openly. Blowing his nose in the Constitution, crapping on the First Amendment, and calling for censorship of a media outlet, Fox and Tucker Carlson, simply because they aired video, he doesn't even dispute as authentic. Listen for yourself. These lies continue tonight. Rupert Murdoch, who has admitted they were lies, and said he regretted it, has a special obligation. To stop Tucker Carlson from going on tonight, now that he's seen how he has perverted and slimed the truth. And from letting him go on again and again and again. Not because their views deserve such opprobrium, but because our democracy depends on it. Folks, that you understand what is going on here, I know you get it. Get that popcorn. Schumer, the liberals and the media hack jackals are fully invested in the new police state. Follow me. We need to use and abuse police powers to target our political enemies. That's the new, that that's their desire. That's their goal. That's their deliverable. You understand? They are never going to get there in a country where neighbor views neighbor as a citizen. They need to depersonalize you, the Trump crowd, the conservatives. January 6th was a gift to them. It gave them their first opportunity in decades to point to violence on the conservative side or what they how they chose to characterize it. They picked these acts of violence, and they did happen, but they picked them as indicative of what they've been telling you for years. Conservatives are Nazis, terrorists, fascists. Look, here's the evidence. They needed to depersonalize you. The only way to depersonalize you to allow them to take away your civil liberties and turn turn us into a tyrannical police state which they're doing right now is by destroying everything everything you stand for and making them look at you like an it not a person the insurrection myth is the tool to doing that you know when i was a police officer we did crowd control training what are the things they teach you to do in crowd controls if you can find out someone's name and they're in the middle of a riot Call them by name. It personalizes them again. It makes them, it, it isolates them from the crowd energy and makes them feel like a singular person and reflect on what they're doing. Folks, it works. I promise you. You understand what they're doing is the opposite The Democrats? They need to depersonalize you. You're not your liberal neighbor's friend, Tony, anymore. You're the na- You're the Nazi fascist. The insurrection myth is all they have. They are wedded and married to this fairy tale of the insurrection. And as the evidence emerges that that's not what happened, they are losing their minds. Here's CNN. I mean, obviously it's CNN, so we take this all with a grain of salt. Uh, Never go full Nazi, by the way. CNN goes full Nazi every day. Here they are with a joke of a historian, Ken Burns. I mean, just a comical uh, embarrassment to humankind. Here's Ken Burns on CNN going full Nazi over the fact that, keep in mind, Authentic videos were released that tell the full story. And this is a media alley claiming, no, we don't want to hear it. You're like Nazis or something. Check this out. That DeSantis and others are doing limit our ability to understand who we are and are not inclusive. They're exclusive. They're, they're narrowing the
1: focus of what is and isn't American history. It's terrifying. It feels like a Soviet System, or you know, the way the Nazis would build a Potemkin village. Tucker Carlson's doing the same thing with the footage from One uh, Six. It's just a, a, a kind
0: of rewriting of history at the most dangerous level. It's 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 huge threat to our republic. Full Nazi Joe, they go full Nazi. Oh, this is what man. they do. Nazis, fascists. This is what they're doing. They're, they, the, the historical comparisons are obscene. They're obscene. This is what they do. These people are a joke. It's a clown show. I want you to take a look at this. New York Times article yesterday. Jeremy Peters, again, another hapless buffoon like you've never seen. I mean, this guy is an absolute clown. I think he's emailed me a couple of times. I'm not sure if it's the same guy. And I've just, you know, I kind of laugh at this guy. But you see what they're doing now? So Fox covers the 2020 election. Fox can't win in this case. Conservatives say you didn't cover this enough, these allegations of fraud. Uh, Liberals and this company suing them, you covered it too much. It is a news channel. If someone makes allegations of fraud in an election, Democrat or Republican, it's news. Now, actual supposed news outlets on the left, like the New York Times, who claim to be news outlets, object to that whole thing. They just want Fox off the air. So, of course, they write this piece and look how they do this. This is just this is so Fox right here. I mean, this is uh, so New York Times about Fox right here. The media jackals are all in on censoring the truth. They talk about selective edits to the video, comparing it to the lawsuit Foxes. And they're going right now about their election coverage, right? Selective edits. That is hilarious. So these same idiots at the New York Times who levied no objection whatsoever when the January 6th committee selectively edited the Josh Hawley video, the crowd video, all of it, when they selectively edited all that, the New York Times couldn't have gave a, about any of that. But now all of a sudden they're talking about selective edits on Tucker Carlson's part. You're a joke. You're a clown. Thankfully, it was pointed out in the Washington Times by Kerry uh, Pickett with this piece where she talks about what I always call the fliparoo theory. Whatever the Democrats accuse and the media accuse you of doing, they're doing themselves. So she asked Benny Thompson, the Democrat hack chair of the uh, of the January 6th committee. She said, hey, you keep making these charges about selectively editing videos. Yet it appears from the Josh Hawley video and the Jacob Chansley video that you guys selectively edited. She notes they added sounds of screaming people that Tucker Carlson figured this out. They withheld video of uh, Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick. They edited a clip of Josh Hawley, implying he was a coward. And of course, Benny Thompson said, what? This is the it was other kids approach. That's not true. And of course, the New York Times has no objection to this at all. Jeremy W. Peters, a total life loser in zero, an embarrassment to his family and neighbors, right? He has no objection to this at all because he's a deep state totalitarian goon loser. They absolutely selectively edited the video the libs, and the media. He doesn't care at all because they're invested in a story, not the story. These people, the New York Times, the Washington Post, others they want you targeted. They prefer you in jail. They want you censored. Please stop mistaking this for some friendly fight. They're not interested in that. They're interested in making sure you suffer. I say in my book that I referenced in the beginning of the show, forgive me for bringing it up again, but the chapter in the book about rumble and parlor, when I talk about the exploding growth of the parallel economy, I don't pull any punches. There's a specific line in there. These people, it's the liberal portion, the totalitarians. They would hurt you if they could. Make no mistake. These people are crazy. The objections I made at the beginning of the show, categorically, to political violence do not apply to the left. They will apologize for Antifa and BLM no matter who they burn down, what business they burn down, or whose ass they kick. And they'd like it more if it's yours. Now, hat tip, Kevin McCarthy, he did a good job. He could have caved to the pressure yesterday, and honestly, I was a little nervous. But Speaker McCarthy uh, did not cave. He held his ground. Yesterday, we covered the approved media narrative to try to combat and censor the January 6th videos to tell the truth about what happened. What's the narrative, fellas? You remember? Exposing security methods, which is so ridiculous. Even for the dunce jackal liberal media, it's kind of hilarious. So McCarthy brings up an interesting point. Oh, CNN and others, all of a sudden you care about the security stuff? That's interesting because it wasn't it you guys who published The exact relocation center we were all taken to that we can't use anymore. Oh, that's interesting. As Alec Baldwin said when he tried to be a radio host, interesting, interesting. Here, here's McCarthy calling out the media. Good job. Check this out.
1: But why, Mr. Speaker? Would you portrayal
0: of what happened Look, each person can come up with their own conclusion, but I, what I just wanted to make sure is I had transparency. Do you believe... Because I know in CNN, I mean, I had here where you guys actually broke where we were. This was a secret location, Fort McLaren. I don't know if you got concerned by that. I don't even know from a point of view of security if we could ever be taken there again. But when you broke that at CNN, that was a real concern. A lot of people. I had a real concern also when I wanted to make sure transparency. Good for you for the speaker. And and shame, shame on these other Republicans on the Senate side who are falling right in with the leftist narrative. Folks, it's okay to not think like an automaton borg robot and to have two separate thoughts in your head at the same time because they can coexist. I can like Gee and Joe at the same time. It's not zero sum. I don't appreciate Gee's work at the expense of Joe's work. It's not how this works. They do different jobs. Mitch McConnell, Mitt Romney, and others are apparently incapable of any of this. Mitch McConnell didn't seem the least bit concerned about the selective editing of the Josh Hawley video, the selective editing of the Jacob Chansley video. He didn't appear even at all concerned about the bevy of footage showing that the Large portions of the people who were in there were not, in fact, rioting. He didn't seem concerned about that at all. He seemed only concerned with parroting the leftist narrative that this was some massive insurrection. Good for McCarthy. Please, please do not back down. I'm telling you, we are with you. You can hold two thoughts in your head at the same time, that that shouldn't have happened, but that what happened with the media and the libs afterwards shouldn't have happened either. Now of course, counting on people in the media to actually get this thing right—who are—and people in the media—who, I'm, I'm sorry, and I'm, again, I'm not trying to be overly hostile today, but an experience that changed my life was when I was the press agent with the Secret Service. When you're the new guy on the president's detail, Joe, they stick you with the press um, because you could do the least damage there. Yeah. You know, you don't know what you're doing yet, so like, <laughs> yeah, hey, go with the press. You know, screwed up over there. Don't worry about it, right? That's in the book. Yeah, It's a, I yeah, write that in the book. That's a good point. Yeah, it's a, a Secret Service chapter. I write about that whole thing, right? You remember that? See, you've got a good memory. So having spent a lot of time around the press on the road, I'm not kidding. I was, the conversations you hear, I was stunned at how genuinely stupid they are. They don't know anything about anything. No, they're really dumb. So none of this surprises me. So of course the Vanity Fair and others are out there criticizing Tucker Carlson for actually exposing the truth. They don't want the truth. So a guy by the name of David Lazarus at David Laz, I guess he works at KTLA. I saw tweeted out, uh, I'm reasonably certain the first amendment wasn't intended to protect speech aimed at deceiving the American people and undermining democracy. (laughs) Wait, It gets better. (laughs) It's, uh, this guy clearly hasn't read the first amendment. Don't worry. He works for KTLA. Uh, he says, uh, the lady responds back and says, well, most lies are protected under the First Amendment, uh, which in fact is true. It's that illegal to lie last time I checked. Uh, Lazarus responds, most, not all, see yelling fire in a crowded movie theater. Oh. Again with the crowded movie there theater. There we go. Again. Oh, the crowded dude. movie theater. Ladies and gentlemen, I, from what I see, this guy works in the media. He doesn't even know this. For the, I this is so bad. This is how bad this is, Joe. We've used this fire in a movie theater piece of the Atlantic so many times that when I said to Gee this morning, can you please pull it again? Guy was like, yeah, I got it. It was like right there. <laughs> From Good. the Atlantic. they left this outlet. Please someone send this to David, at David Laz, who apparently doesn't know that that's not a thing. It's time to stop using the fire in a crowded theater. Quote, this is the Atlantic, by the way, left-leaning outlet. They're quoting Oliver Wender Holmes, and they might actually want to read the case where the phrase originated before using it as their defense, like David Laz did. If they did, they realize it was never binding law, and the underlying case is not only one of the most odious free speech decisions in the court's history, but was overturned 40 years ago. <laughs> not It's so, it's so easy. Next thing you know, Joe, David Laz will be promoting trickle down economics too. He'll tell you that's real. Too. Oh, why not? Yeah. This is I, I, you're the fair share, right? Or oh, the fair share where the rich don't pay their fair share, man. Good point. All right, let me get to my second sponsor. Here's what I got coming up next, folks. The police state is here. And now it's enveloping Elon Musk, too, which of course was only a matter of time. He's an enemy of the state because he has supported free speech at Twitter. And I just told you they don't want free speech. I mean fire in a movie theater, right? PatriotMobile.com. Thanks to your support, Patriot Mobile's Emerge is one of the leaders in the parallel economy, and they have big news. Patriot Mobile now offers service with all three major networks. This means if you're with the big three and you like the service but hate their values, you can access them with Patriot Mobile. They also offer a performance guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch between the three major carriers for free. Patriot Mobile's America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offering broad nationwide coverage on the best 4G and 5G networks. So you get the same great service, while supporting a company fighting to preserve our God-given rights and businesses. My family transferred over to Patriot Mobile. They love it. They love the customer service. So does Guy. They don't just offer service for consumers. They have business plans too for almost any size company. Switching's easy. Just go to PatriotMobile.com Dan or call their 100% U.S.-based customer service team at 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Dan. There is no reason not to give them a try. Make that switch today. That's PatriotMobile.com Dan. PatriotMobile.com Dan or call 878 878- Patriot. Thanks, Patriot Mobile. We appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, the police state is here. I mean, that's obvious. We did a whole show on it yesterday. The numbers were bat crazy. I got so much feedback on that show because people are scared. I'm telling you, we can turn this around. We've been in these bad places before. The J. Edgar Hoover days, the internment of the Japanese in World War II and the of disgrace. The police state during Jim Crow, the use of the de jure law enforcement powers to subjugate black Americans. That's an example of the police state too. These are our fights, patriots out there. These are all our fights. Folks, the police state's growing again and liberals in the media are ushering it right in. What happened at the FTC? If you're like, who's the FTC? Which is probably a fair question. It's the Federal Trade Commission. You're like, what? The FTC? What the hell's the FTC? Is it like the FBI? No, no, it's not. The FTC is now demanding Twitter turnover, internal communications related to owner Elon Musk, as well as information about layoffs at the company. I'll keep that up a second. If you're asking yourself right now, what the business is it the FTC of the FTC to question a private business, Elon Musk's Twitter, over their HR decisions? The answer is, There is no reason. It's a freaking police state apparatchik of Joe Biden's new police state. Here, it gets better. The FTC also asked, asked Joe, quite demanded, the company identify all journalists granted access to company records and to provide information about the launch of Twitter Blue. Wait, what? Now they want. So just to be clear, we do have a constitution protecting our media. And we do have a constitution protecting free speech. The FTC is now demanding their communications with journalists. Ladies and gentlemen, the lady running the FTC, Lena Khan, is a freaking lunatic. She is a crazy person drunk with power who is destroying that entity, the FTC. I expect lawsuits and hearings on this immediately. Folks, it's a big deal. I beg of you, please don't let this go. Contact your congresswoman or congressman today. And ask them about just, because if this continues, this bureaucratic police state that just usurps power, starts demanding, demanding this, demanding that. Then we have, there's nothing left, folks. Now, Elon Musk has been a target for a long time. Elon Musk, because he bought Twitter, brought in a new culture of free speech, and they hate that. They hate that. Tucker brought up a great point last night on his show. Remember this question months ago Joe Biden received about Elon Musk in a press conference where he kind of hints and nods that Elon Musk is some enemy of the state, which is really weird because they had government contracts with him for rockets. So you gave him all that sensitive information. So strange. It's almost as if, again, the police state is here and anyone on the side of free speech is an enemy of that police state. Take a listen yourself. Mr. President, do you think Elon Musk is a threat to U.S. national security and should the U.S. and with the tools you have investigate his joint acquisition of Twitter with foreign governments, which include the Saudis? (laughs) I think that Elon Musk's cooperation and or technical relationships with other countries
1: uh, is worthy of being looked at.
0: You'll notice that in that brief moment of lucid thought, he giggled because he's thinking to himself, is Elon Musk a threat because of his relationship with foreign countries? Wait, I pressured the Ukrainian government to do business with my son and helped him with his business deals with China. (laughs) And now we're going after Elon Musk. Okay, that's a great point. So it's okay for Biden Inc. to take massive payouts from enemy nuclear-powered enemies of the United States in some cases. That's okay. But Elon Musk, operating businesses that have international contracts, is worthy of a federal government investigation and an inquiry by the FTC, asking him about their contacts with journalists? You know, folks, I'm not going to complain without giving you a solution. 2024 is coming up. I get your frustration with the election process over the last two cycles. I'm not going to minimize that at all. I'm not even going to waste my time. I get it. You're, you're, I'm with you, 100%. You understand? I get it. I totally get it. However, there's no. I'm not giving up. I'm, what are you going to do? give up? I got kids. I go, oh, I'm just going to give up and let the country just go to hell. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm going to fight with everything I have. And if this place goes down and burns, I'm burning with it. I'm going down with the damn ship. But I'm telling you right now, man. 2024 is coming up, and do not even consider voting for a candidate that does not that is not as as their party platform a plank in it. Consider a massive deconstruction of the federal leviathan we have now. Massive. I'm not talking about tinkering around the agents uh, around the inches. I'm talking about eliminating agencies altogether. This FTC story is a huge deal. They targeted Elon Musk. Police states do what? They target people and they look for the crime later. They don't investigate a crime. There's no allegation of a crime that the FTC or the FBI or anybody was investigating over there. They don't like that they fired people, so they're targeting them. That is the very hallmark of a police state. FTC is not a criminal investigative body anyway. But it doesn't matter. They will abuse their power. All right, um, let me get to my next sponsor. And then I got a very serious COVID section coming up. I, I, I always hesitate, to because I don't want to ever seem like they're victory labs. There are themes that run throughout the show. And once you get the theme, it all makes sense. So one of the themes of the show early on on COVID, guys, was what, that fear. This was all about fear. It was never about vaccines. It was never about masks. I mean it in the technical sense. Right. The vaccine mandate were never about science because there was never any science to back up that it would stop the transmission of COVID, right? The masks were never about science either because they had the science showing masks didn't work. So why tell people to wear them? Stay tuned. Prove it right again. This is good stuff. Today's show brought to you by GenuCell. GenuCell.com slash Dan's the website. What's the secret to great skincare? Here's Mary and her husband from North Carolina with the answer. My husband and I both notice our skin is softer and smoother after using GenuCell products faithfully. Our skin looks brighter, our wrinkles look softer and less noticeable, and the bags under my eyes are less visible. So happy. Best of all, they're easy to use and apply, even for my husband. GenuCell's most popular package has everything for all your skincare needs. Wrinkles, dark spots, skin redness, sagging jawlines, dark circles, leave annoying bags and puffiness under your eyes. With its immediate effects, you'll see results in 12 hours or less, guaranteed, or your money back. So stop waiting. Try GenuCell's most popular package for 70% off at GenuCell.com. And for a limited time, their new probiotic extract moisturizer is included for visibly clearer and younger looking skin free. Go to GenuCell, G-E-N-U-C-E-L, GenuCell.com slash Dan, GenuCell.com slash Dan. And for a limited time, any subscription order includes a free beauty box and free concierge shipping. GenuCell.com slash Dan, GenuCell.com slash Dan. All right, back to the show, folks. Fear, fear is their currency on the left. Think about it, man. Nobody inherently loves the idea of censorship. Nobody loves the idea of bureaucrats at the FTC investigating your business or anyone else's. Nobody loves the idea of the government picking when your kids go to school. Nobody loves the idea of high taxes where you give your money to government bureaucrats that flush it down the toilet bowl. Nobody loves that idea. So you're probably fairly asking yourself, given that I just discussed disappointment in elections, how is it that Democrats keep winning on these exact ideas? Give away your liberties to us. We're going to take them and make you subjects because of fear. Fear. It's my walking dead theory. It's a head scratcher. I get it, but it's not. If you listen to this show, the walking dead theory, the only way to get people to walk into a prison and close the doors behind them voluntarily is if they're more afraid of what's on the outside, from the zombies and the walking dead. Liberals need you afraid. That way you'll walk into the prison, give up your liberties, and give them up to the government because you're afraid of the alternative. I had said to you very early on in my furor over masks, which drove some of you crazy because I'd focus on all the time because I could not believe that this was an argument. It was so obvious to any sane person that a 25-cent mask that barely covers your face was never going to do a damn thing to protect you against COVID. Yet, some of the air quotes, fellas, smartest people in the world, went on TV in front of tens and hundreds of millions and told you, no, 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 this thing works. And I kept thinking to myself, sorry for the crudeness of this example, but it's a fair example. What if they told you that about, say, condoms or something? And you wound up getting a deadly sexually transmitted disease. Wouldn't you be upset? Which is kind of weird because everybody told you the mask worked and pretty much everyone caught COVID. Some people who aren't here died from it after wearing the mask and no one seemed upset. It was the weirdest freaking thing I've ever seen. That's why I focused on it so much. So why did these people go on TV and forfeit all of their credibility and dignity To go and tell you that this prophylactic device, the mask, worked when it didn't. Because folks, we are visual creatures. We don't see the world through our nose like dogs. We don't see the world, see it through. See, we even talk about seeing the world, right? Dogs talk about sniffing the world if they could talk. Bats use echolocation. We use eyes, light. And what's right in our face every time? Other people's faces. You're not looking at their feet, you're looking at their face. Why? Because that's where your eyes are. Why does the high fastball work so well even though you can't hit it in baseball? Because your eyes are on your head, not your hips. You could see the ball better, even though you can't hit it. I told you from the start, there's nothing tyrants-like more than a visual symbol of subjugation. A scarlet letter. Look, everybody's complying. The mask, ladies and gentlemen, was perfect. It checked every box. You will comply. Everybody knows you will comply. And if you don't comply, we'll be able to see it and we will point you out. Ah, oh, come on. That was crazy. Ah, oh, look at this. That's so crazy. Wall Street Journal yesterday. So the COVID lockdown files emerged. These are a bunch of WhatsApp messages that emerged from a journalist over in the UK talking about what UK government officials were talking about behind the scenes when it came to mandates. And look. Remember this guy, Matt Hancock? He was a UK health minister. They got a hold of his messages where he talked about scaring everyone's pants off. And another senior civil servant suggested that a new national mask mandate would be worthwhile. Get a load of this one, fellas, because it was effectively free and had a high visible impact, a very visible impact, excuse me. He appears to mean visible impact in the sense of creating an appearance of government action. Not that masks would actually slow the spread of the virus. Yep, Mr. Hancock replied before discussing the politics of various proposed measures. It's effectively free masks and have a visible impact. <laughs> Science. You're not wasting your time here, fellas or ladies. You see what they were talking about behind the scenes? Exactly what I was telling you in front of this camera. This was a big middle finger to every one of you. Put the thing on. Therefore, you'll see what we're doing and you'll see who's not doing what they're telling them to. Well, does it work? No, it doesn't work. We'll put it on anyway. Come on, Guy. How come you're not more excited about that article? We've only been saying this for two years. Have we not? Joe, have we not been saying it? That the mask is... That they're talking about it yeah. right here. He might as well just said Dan Bongino's right. All right, whatever. Uh, Since day one, lapses. yeah. Sorry. Yeah, sorry about that. My apologies. So what else are they lying about? Well, it's pretty clear to me that they're hiding some information about the vaccine, too. And I think as time goes on and the mask narrative falls apart, as time goes on, they're not ready to fully forfeit yet. The mask narrative, the vaccine narrative is going to take a lot longer to forfeit because this is going to involve a lot of liability. And ladies and gentlemen, a lot of people very close to the people who promoted the vaccine with very little science to back it up. I, I say this with, with sincerity and candor and in, a, in, the, in, the, in the proper sense of tragedy that it encompasses. A lot of these same people who wore masks, they may have gotten sick, but a lot of them lived. Folks, a lot of these people who pumped the vaccine, they're going to have loved ones. We're going to be asking them a whole lot of questions. There's a Dan Horowitz piece, a Conservative Review. It's in my newsletter today. It's bongino.com slash newsletter. Please read this piece. Another data point emerging, none of it's good. German health insurance company experiences a 76% increase in employee sick days as excess deaths skyrocket. That's kind of strange, Joe. Everybody's vaccinated and boosted. We were told that that was going to lead to better Mm. health health outcomes. I mean, what's the health outcomes, right? I mean, what's the point of it otherwise? It's weird. It is weird again. So Horowitz notes that according to the official narrative, Sure, you can get COVID with the shots, but you don't get nearly as sick. But he says, if that's true, how can it be that COVID absences absolutely exploded in 2022, long after everyone was vaccinated and most were boosted? According to Our World in Data, Germans got 77 booster doses per 100 people, well over the global average in the rate in the U.S. So, gosh, why are they getting sicker, at least according to the data if you believe in that kind of crazy stuff, he was kind enough to throw that. Very good got include that. I a little chart there so you can see the data yourself. So I thought we believed in science and stuff like that. So it's kind of weird. It's almost like the more people got vaccinated and boosted, the sicker they got. Kind of strange. It's almost like they're hiding something from us. I'm sure we'll be accused of misinformation for just giving you the data. Keep in mind, I've drawn no conclusions. I... Sadly, tragically, took the vaccine myself, the greatest medical mistake of my life. Never pushed it on anyone else ever. You can go back and look at my library. Matter of fact, it was very clear not to. I had cancer, made a huge mistake. I'm terrified of what's going to happen. And these data don't look good. There is no one hoping more than me that this data turns out to be due to some third party, some third variable, excuse me. Maybe it's not the vaccine. Maybe it's something else. Maybe it's not the shot. Maybe it's people who got it, had this, that, or that, or the other thing. Just doesn't look good, folks. All right. Uh, Our race hustling segment coming up next. Finally, someone over at a liberal network. Finally, someone stands up to the race hustlers. This is good. Don't miss that. Finally, windshield wow. Folks, we have a sponsor. I'm really excited about windshield wow from wow auto parts. You know, I like my car clean. Why? Because it's, you know, I grew up in New York City. Everybody likes their car clean. It's got to be, everything got to be tight. Keep it tight. Well, the problem is washing the windows. You know, you try to get the inside of the window. Joe, you ever try that? it's like your wrist don't work. You can't get in the corner. It just doesn't work. So this company reached out. Yeah, it's impossible. This company reached out a while ago, Winchie Wild. I said, let us send you a sample. I said, all right, but I'm very skeptical. My dad used to detail cars. I know my stuff. And I loved it. I got two of them, one for me and one for Paul. It's available at WinchieWild.com. How does it work? There's an outside paddle and an inside paddle. It's real simple. They're connected with these super strong magnets. So, therefore, as you're cleaning the outside, the inside paddle just follows along. It gets into all the crevices. It does it automatically as you're moving it around. It's the cleanest my windshield's been for in since I've had the car. I have a navigator. And down here in Florida, it rains a lot, so your windshield can get nasty quick, especially when it mixes with that pollen. You don't want that. Hazen film builds up on both sides, and it causes dangerous glares, especially at night. Get the windshield wow. It's the fastest and least hassle way to get super clean, streak-free, and safe windshields. Go to windshieldwow.com. Get this ingenious cleaning device now. You're going to love it. It works like a charm. That's windshieldwow.com, windshieldwow.com. Use Bongino, my last name, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, at checkout for a special discount. That's windshieldwow.com. Thanks, windshieldwow, for being our newest sponsor. i love the product. If I didn't, wouldn't put it on the show. We have that luxury. It's a good company, windshieldwow.com. Check them out. Okay, here's today in race hustling. So uh, there's this this show on the sports network out there, and uh, it's full of people always using. Right now, you think like it's a sports show, folks. When I was a kid growing up, uh, and I watched Sports Center, it was crazy because Keith Olbermann was on. You're like that guy, the crazy lunatic liberal. Yeah, but they never talked about politics at all. You watch the ESPN. You remember that Joe, right? And you'd like you'd watch it. I'd wake up on Saturday morning, yeah. and I'd watch the sports show. And you would get actual sports. Yeah, he's like that's a crazy idea. Inside and the baseball? ratings were through the roof. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, one? Inside Bay. I would, yeah, this week in baseball, I watched twib. all of it. I loved yeah, it. I was notes. a sports nut. Twib notes. Yeah, that's right. Twib notes. You remember? Uh, that's not the case anymore. They're all lunatics. Everybody over there now is you know racist involved, and everybody's a racist all the time. Yeah, when it comes to China, everybody's suspiciously quiet. So J.J. Redick, who I like a lot, was on one of these shows, and um, he's on this panel with Stephen A. Smith and this guy Kendrick Perkins. And Kendrick Perkins had made some implication, wink and a nod, that the white guy who may win the NBA MVP only got it because he's white. Now, of course, because it's a liberal sports outlet, you figure out oh, everybody's on the panel is just going to let it go because that's just what you do in wokeism. No, no, not yesterday. That didn't happen. This is weird that someone actually stood up and said something. Take a look. Stephen, A, knowledge. I I mean, Stephen, A. I mean, I mean no offense to you and I mean no offense to first take because I think this show is extremely valuable. It is an honor to be on this desk every day. It really is. But what we've just witnessed is the problem with this show where we create narratives that do not exist in reality. The implication, what you are implying, that the white voters that vote on NBA are racist, that are, they, they favor white people. You just not, said that. You ju- yes, you did. Yes, you did. Yes, not. you did. That, is, did exactly did you did that is exactly what you implied, Kendrick Perkins. That is exactly what you implied. Secondly, hold on, did, hold on. I did not call. I stated the facts. I stated the facts. And you're not about to sit up. We all know like what you implied the other day. We all know what you implied this past. Hold on. I stated time. It's the fact.
1: It's the fact. It's the facts. Okay.
0: Well, listen. I only remember JJ Reddick. This is, guys. This is a little crazy. Can I, I? I don't mean to get off course here. I remember JJ Reddick. I think he played at Duke. I did not look this up. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I back then didn't follow college basketball. I followed the pros. Now I follow college, not the pros, which is kind of ironic. So I'm getting ready for this segment this morning. I'm putting it together, and there's three people on that panel: Stephen A. Smith, who's black; JJ Reddick, who's white; and Kendrick Perkins, who's black. And I swear to you, I thought to myself. I should tell everyone I know who J.J. Reddick is, but I don't know who Kendrick Perkins is. And I thought to myself, you know what, Joe? This is, I should say that. You know why? Every liberal watching this show will be like, of course, because you're obviously a racist. You know the white guy. <laughs> right? That's it. You understand, like, that's the default sure. stupidity. Now, it doesn't matter that I know really well who Stephen A. Smith is, or that I could name probably the entire starting lineup of a number of NBA teams in the 90s and 80s, nine out of 10 who happen to be black. None of that matters. When you're a race hustler, everything's about race all the time. So Kendrick Perkins, he, he's saying, no, no, no. I didn't imply that he get, was going to get the MVP because he was white. You know, you I'm just stating the facts. Okay. Well, here's what Kendrick Perkins said. And you be the judge. Why didn't he never bring
1: up this in particular subject when it comes down to guys winning MVP since 1990, it's only three guys that won the MVP that wasn't top 10 in scoring. Do you know who those three guys were? Who were they? Steve Nash, Jokic, and uh, Dirk Nowinski. No. Dirk Nowinski. <laughs> what, do the, what do those guys have in common? I'll let you sit. i let it sit there and marinate. You think about it. Well,
0: what do they have in common? They're white. So it's kind of weird that Perkins is suggesting he wasn't making some kind of racial reference when he asks, literally leaves the segment going, what do they have in common? And the only thing they have in common is they're white. <laughs> I ran into Charles Barkley this uh, this past weekend. Well, not personally, I didn't like say hello to him. I mean, he ran into him in that he was there and I was in the same place. Charles Barkley, of course, is a famous forward from the 76ers and the Phoenix Suns, one of the greatest NBA players of all time, and a very outspoken guy. Charles Barkley played basketball at Auburn, a school I'm very close to. He was there at the game this weekend, taking pictures with people and everything. And Charles Barkley had some comments about what Kendrick Perkins just said, too, implying that race had something to do with the MVP award. Check this out.
1: If only five white guys have won MVP in the last 30 years, that makes zero sense. His argument, zero sense, because if that was the case, we'd have a lot more white MVPs If white guys or girls, ladies, excuse me. I don't want to leave them out. If they're only going to vote for white guys for MVP, when the numbers be like, instead of six out of six, out of the last 30, when the numbers be like way,
0: way worse, I mean, forgive me for introducing common sense into this. Charles Barkley brings up a great point. So let me get this right. Five or six people out of 30 were white and won MVP. And your suggestion is that they only vote for white people for MVP, even though 25 out of the 30 were, were black. It's just, that's uh, kind of weird. It's almost like you don't know what you're talking about. And you're just looking for an excuse to introduce race. Because why? Because it plays well on Twitter and it plays well with dumb uh, morons who love wokeism. We don't usually do sports segments, but while we're at it, this uh, Kevin Blackenstone, another dipwad, wrote this op-ed at the Washington Post uh, suggesting that Major League Baseball boycott Florida where a lot of spring training games occur because of, yeah, Ron DeSantis, uh, which I find kind of hilarious. So I say to Major League Baseball and Kevin Blackenstone after they nearly let Stacey Abrams entirely destroy their brand. Remember the fake governor of Georgia who demanded a boycott of the All-Star game? In Atlanta, remember that, and they left it until they found out later that the law they were boycotting actually led to higher black turnout. <laughs> so, Major League Baseball, keep listening to these idiots like Kevin Blackstone and, and uh, Stacey Abrams. Keep doing it. Distri- here's your brand. Here's your brand. Right here's a match lights your entire brand on fire. Took the NFL years to recover from the Colin Kaepernick wearing pigs as pol- the-, the police officers depicted as pig socks on to recover. It took them years to get that back. You keep it up. You keep it up. No one watches baseball now. That's why you need a pitch clock. So keep it up. Keep listening to idiots like this. Yes, pull everyone out. That's a great idea. Pull them out of Florida. The, what, third most populous state in the union. You know what we really needed right now? We needed the FAFO video. That's what we really needed. You need to you need to watch Roger Scour's uh, F Around and Find Out video. Jim. Get that ready for the radio show. We need that later. All right, a couple more things I need to get to before we uh, we uh, depart for the day. This is a good one. So, how do you know? How do you know? I told you in the beginning of this show that the dipsy doo flip theory, and sometimes you just got to sit back and think strategically. Watch with Chuck Schumer, AOC, Pelosi, Bernie Sanders. Watch how they respond, Elizabeth Warren. Watch how the liberal media responds and gauge almost exclusively on their response. You can gauge the truth. January 6th videos, why are they concerned? Because they've been lying to you. And the truth is out there in the videos, so therefore you should watch them. Remember the Ukraine pipeline story? The Nord Stream pipeline was bombed and journalist uh, Seymour Hirsch wrote a Substack piece we covered extensively on the show indicating that the U.S. was involved. Joe, I'm still unsure about who bombed the pipeline. To be clear, I don't have the sources Hearst did. I don't know. Okay, we clear I don't know who bombed the pipeline. Simply telling you, Seymour Hirsch wrote a pretty convincing piece. We covered extensively that the United States may have played a role in bombing the Nord Stream pipeline, which runs from Russia to Germany, which would benefit Ukraine because it would hurt Russia, who's at war with Ukraine. So I saw this piece pop just the other day. And now I'm sure the U.S. may be involved. Why? Look at this. New York Times. Who's on there? You guys catch why? Come on. Quiz. Come Pop quiz. Hmm. Yes. A.G. All day. Adam Goldman. We've given him the nickname, just like the old running back in the NFL. All day. Adam Goldman. Deep state hack. Whenever the intelligence community needs a sucker. sucker. (laughs) Lips on the ass. Sucker, to go put out a narrative. They go right to all day Adam Goldman, who wrote this piece. <laughs> Intelligence suggests pro Ukrainian group sabotage pipelines, U.S. officials say. Now we know. How, how do you. Pop quiz again, fellas. How do you read that headline? How do you read that headline? Here's how you read it. I'll answer the question for you. Anything from Adam Goldman, you do the row. Intelligence officials suggest pro Ukrainian group definitely did not sabotage pipelines. <laughs> That's a whatever he says, do the flipperoo, sit back, popcorn, and you'll get to the truth all day, all day. Adam Goldman, whatever the deep state says, you can throw that right out. All right, let me get to this one, one last video for you, too. So, uh, for our Fed chair, Jerome Powell was up on Capitol Hill, and uh, communist Elizabeth Warren, uh, went out when well, they had a back and forth that made the rounds went viral yesterday. And I want you to watch, by the way, these are, people were celebrating Jay Powell's response, someone even on the Republican side. Folks, Jay Powell is another big government hack himself, okay? The fact that Elizabeth Warren is a bigger government communist does not make either one of them right. But I want you to watch this exchange because it's very telling. They try to get a little wonky at times, but disregard all that. I want you to keep in mind, economies grow one way and one way only, whether they're your, your local economy or the state economy or the country's economy. They grow simply by producing more stuff with less inputs or the same inputs or more inputs and even more stuff. We produce stuff. Oh, Dan, this is overly simple. It's the truth. It's got a name. It's called productivity, producing stuff. I can prove it to you. How do you measure your wealth? I'm not talking about your emotional well-being. That's another conversation. How do you measure your actual wealth? Oh, the stuff I have. Okay, thank you. Where'd you get it? Oh, someone produced it. Okay, thanks. Do you notice in this little conversation about the economy and jobs and how it's going to grow and whatever, they're arguing over the interest rate. Jay Powell wants to hike the interest rate. Elizabeth Warren realizes that'll make money more expensive so people could lose their jobs. You notice at no point during this interview, this back and forth that went viral, does either one of these big government hacks discuss actually producing stuff and incentivizing people to produce more by giving them more of their own money and companies? At no point does that even come up. Check this out. We
1: are taking the, the only measures we have to bring inflation down. And putting 2 million people out of work is just part of the cost, and they just have to bear it. Will, they, will, will working people be better off if, if we just walk away from our jobs and, and inflation remains well, 5 6%? Let, let me ask you about what happens if you do this. Since the end of World War II, there have been 12 times in which the unemployment rate has increased by one percentage point within one year. Exactly what you're aiming to do right now. How many of those times did the U.S. economy avoid falling into a recession? You know, it's it's not as black and white as very very. Just very looking infre- at the numbers, it actually yeah, is no, no. pretty black Alan and white. Alan Blinder's written a book on this, and there have and- been twelve times that yeah. we've seen a one point increase in the, unemploy- in the unemployment rate in a year. That's exactly what your Fed report has put out as the projection and the plan based on how you're going to keep raising these interest rates. How many times did the economy fail? To fall into a recession after doing that, out of 12 times.
0: I think the number is zero.
1: I think the number is zero. That's exactly right.
0: It's just hilarious watching these two big government hacks argue over the interest rate in the economy, ignoring the fact that the interest rate in the economy is moving up because government people like Elizabeth Warren and Jay Powell supported massive printing of money we didn't have, which devalued the money we have now. And they also fail to bring up the fact that we could solve this unemployment crisis tomorrow with some tax cuts to get some money back in the economy so people could grow their businesses and produce stuff. Totally ignored in all of that. Totally ignored. Jerome Powell wants to grow the economy through the Fed. Elizabeth uh, Warren, Pocahontas, wants to grow the uh, economy through government spending. None of them actually want to grow the economy through the actual economy. That went viral yesterday. Watching two people argue over the spoils from the government table. Hilarious to watch. Folks, thanks again for tuning in. Thank you for supporting the book. Again, it's called The Gift of Failure by me, your uh, humble podcast host, Dan Bongino. Thank you so much. Please pre-order a copy today. It means mean a lot. You're really going to like it. It's my, uh, I put a lot, it's really raw. So it's a lot about me in there. It's maybe sometimes a little too much. Uh, and also subscribe to the podcast. We were number 10 this month on PodTrack. Thanks to you, we moved up three spots. Deeply appreciate that. That's due to subscriptions to the podcast. They're free. Please subscribe on Apple. Spotify, and at Rumble.com slash Bongino. We deeply appreciate it. Thanks for joining the live chat today, too. It means a lot to us. We'll see you back here tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.